Hello, this is Rich Martin and Nick Federici, and we are your host on the, the Second, Second Chance, Chance Cafe, Cafe Podcast. Yes, sir. How are you doing, Brother Nick? I'm doing well, thank God. All is well. The Lord has healed me, restored me, and made me blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Just like all of you out there, if you trust in the Lord Jesus. Amen. You will be healed. And how are you, Richard? Well, I am uh, feeling pretty healed, too, because good. last week I was not feeling good. I know. I missed church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I was able to watch church because of the technology, yeah. you know, and uh, we had it on the, because if you download the Good News uh, Chapel app, mm-hmm. you can watch the services from your the comfort of your own home right. if you're not feeling well. So I had a little bit of a problem with the liver there. I was abusing too much of good stuff. Mm. And uh, then I learned, that's how I learned my lesson. Good. <laughs> Not to abuse too much of the good stuff. Amen. To be moderate in everything we do. That's it. Moderation counts. Yeah, yeah. Ça a bien meilleur goût. La modération a bien meilleur goût. That's the... Uh, Français. That's for uh, sack, you know, the, the alcohol thing. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> They say moderation be a But some people they better not touch it. <laughs> It's not gonna have good taste. All right. So today we are the uh, what date what date are we today? Because my uh, thing is not working perfectly. Today we are the February 26th. My gosh, time slides when you're having fun. Yeah. We're already at the end of the month. Mamma mia. And it was past two more Steve. days. Huh? Two more days, that's it. And then we're March. Yep. And after that, spring is going to come along the way. Amen. Thank God. So uh, we want to tell you that me and Pastor Nick are with you if you are celebrating Lent. Amen. Is that the word? Yeah. Catholics celebrate Lent. Yeah. In French, we say le carême. Le carême. Le carême. So my father used to practice this. So for 40 days, he would not drink. Mm. That was his carême. Wow, that's good. Yeah. And we would stop eating chocolate. Mm-hmm. But then when the Easter would come, we would all get a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Which has nothing to do with Easter. I know. And we would get a big bunny too, you know. Yeah. So, hey, that was a chocolate. That was a good fast, fasting the chocolate. But those, <clears throat> so I was listening to Brian Hardeman. and he explained a little bit more about the meaning of Lent. It's a, um, it's, uh, it's a time to, um, just, you know, examining yourself in uh, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Come to God in forgiveness. You know, when they were putting ashes on their heads? Right, on the foreheads. Yeah, yeah. In the Catholic Church, they would yes. do that. So if you see somebody walking around with a cross or some, a little point. bit of ash, yeah. uh, ash on ashes in their hands, because that they've been to church, and then they're secretly, you know, walking and forgive, asking forgiveness for God for their sin. And, uh, and that's always good, but we can't stay in that, too. Right. When you're forgiven, you're forgiven. You're forgiven, it's over. Because the people, they stay, they walk into the Necromancian black, you know, walking in the black there, and uh, Necromancy. Necromancy, of, yeah. Yeah, the Necromancy, you, you, you were speaking about that in mm-hmm. one of our earliest podcasts, season yeah. one, Getting Out of Darkness. Yes. If people uh-huh. didn't listen to it, we invite you to go and listen to it. As we are practicing our podcast skills, mm-hmm. we're getting better and better every time. Amen. But that doesn't mean that what we have shared in the past is not relevant. That's right. Still today. It's true, true and it's relevant. Yeah, because the Word of God is relevant every day. Every day forever. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So today we were going to talk about what it means to be selflessness. Nikki explained it to me too. So I went to the uh, touch point today and uh, we're going to get a little bit about that. But first, let's talk a little bit of what's going on in Canada. Mm. What is going on in Canada? Well, my wife told me the other day that they're, uh, they're in trying to institute a five minute, 15 minute, excuse me, 15 minute radius 
with, from your house. Yeah, the 15-minute city we were yeah. talking about. In Australia, it already happened. So she was insisting on doing it again, that they're going to pr- promote it. I said, they can't do this, man. It's not, gonna, it's not feasible, and it's not possible. <laughs> because, yeah, because in Canada, it's big. It's big. And so if your daughter, your grandchild, or whoever, a relative, your mother, your, some, they live 20 minutes away. How are you going to not get there? you got to get a permit? No. And how are they going to know what, <laughs> that you've gone there? They check your cell phone. They, they, they label you. They uh, scrutinize you by checking your... Come on, man. Private life, yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. But I mean, they, they did start some stuff like that when it was COVID. You, know, you, you were not allowed to walk outside after a, a certain amount of time because... Uh, 8 o'clock at night, it was shut down. Yeah, shut down. Lockdown. 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 Or unless if you had a dog. That was your salvation. Yeah, that you could go out. You, you, you can walk the dog. Yeah. yeah. Well, remember I told you the miracle that happened next door? Right next to the cafe, there's a... There's a uh, <sighs> what was it? Next to the cafe. Yeah, right next door here. It was... Um, Anyway, the store next to that store, on the corner, the guy broke his window the following week. He came in and threw a bomb in there. <laughs> that was on the same night that they took the curfew off. Oh my the God. same night that you could take, you could be out there after 8 o'clock. So, this guy's walking at 3 o'clock in the morning. He's walking by. He sees the place on fire. He starts ringing the doorbells, yelling, hey, there's a fire. He called 911. Everybody got, got into the uh, firemen's buses that they put people in. And, they, and there was a little baby, six months old. They saved, he saved all their lives. All because they took the curfew off that night. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been walking out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see that? So, God is in control. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, you Amen. for that. Well, that's for sure, God is in control. Now, if they continue to do this kind of stuff like they did 15 minutes, you can't go in a 15-minute radius. They're crazy, man. Uh, that, we can agree on that. They really are crazy. I don't know where they go and get these... Uh, 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 what do you call these uh, shenanigans? I, yeah, ideas. Shenanigans, <laughs> right? Is it the word? Yeah, it's a good word. I don't know. It's a, like, what, what, what did he, they sit down around the table one day and say, okay, let's see how we could, you know, restrain people more, you know? But they do. They do. <laughs> because when I was a madman, when I was in the mafia and I was a drug addict, man, okay. I used to stay up all night thinking wicked things to do. That's seriously. I'm telling you, man, I used to think about how breaking beer bottles, putting them upside down, putting a rope to a bush, and then a guy would come by I would tri- because this guy needed it, a certain guy. You oh, know? okay, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and he would flip and land on the beer bottles. And I had all those, I mean, ideas all night long, man. This is That's called debauchery, the Bible says. Debauchery. Debauchery. Thinking evil upon evil. How to Debauchery. Yeah, man. I didn't know that what it means. Yeah, so it meant, it meant doing evil, but promoting more of it. Oh, my God. It's sick, man. And your mind is corrupt. When your mind's corrupt and your mind's led by evil demonic powers, man, that's how you think. And you think it's you. It's not you. These are thoughts being put into your mind by the demonic powers. Uh, then I came to Christ, washed by the blood, asked for forgiveness, and the Lord restored me. Oh, my God. Man, oh, man, I'm, this is crazy. Year after year, I would think of those crazy things. And some of them, I would do it, you know? Yeah. God have mercy. And now we have to renew our minds by putting so, on the mind of yeah, Christ. Yeah, if we have the mind of Christ, then we'll have good ideas. Amen. And Amen. if we could if, imagine if man would use this power instead of always inventing another way to make somebody's life miserable, mm. why don't you figure out ways to make other people's life better? Yeah, well, they have, you know, like Benjamin Franklin and all these other people that have invented the electricity. Invented, yeah, you know. And then they, the car. Yeah, they were led by that, you know, yeah. the spirit of the Lord. Not the guy a, invented electricity, now I got electric cars. That's see? right. Together. Amen. But that's another thing that's scary. You know, I was thinking about that because, you see, my car, it's good for 500 kilometers, which is pretty much good for a lot of 
electric cars because mm -hmm. most of the electric cars they don't do as much you know right. so imagine you want to travel it limits you too you can't get there as fast as you could when you put gas in your car because when you want to put gas in your car you just stop when you're out of gas fill it up fill it up That's it takes it. five seconds yeah. and then you're back out you know me i gotta wait 15 minutes 30 minutes before i be going to do my uh, to the next supercharged mm. station Uh, station, you right. know. So yes, it is a. It's nice to drive. It's all that, but there are there are putting like limitations. limitations yeah. And you and you then you're slowly accepting it because oh well, that's the way. Because you have no choice. I have no choice. That's yeah. So you're accepting the limitation, but God wants you to be free. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you to be limited. He wants you to be illimited. Amen. When they're going to invent me the never need to charge electric car, oh. that'd be good. Yeah. You know, then all right, I'll buy that. Because then you don't need to stop. It would That's charge right. itself all the time Continue. with the sun when you're driving. You know, right. That would be great. Sure. So it wouldn't stop the river to flow. Because if you want the economy to prosper, if you want people to, to go with somewhere, don't block them. Don't put restriction mm -hmm. in front of them unless they, they're killers, like you say, and their, their, their goals is only for evil. evil yeah. Then, yes, you got to restrain these people. That's why law exists. That's right. The law is there to restrain people for, from doing evil. You know? But, uh, it's uh, a crazy world that we live in, man. Yeah. People are, you know, if you don't have the spirit of God upon you, that's what you do. You yeah. think evil. You think not everyone, but the majority of the people without the spirit of the Lord, their evil intent is to do evil. And what kind of a world is it going to be when uh, the rapture comes? When the catching up with Jesus comes? Oh my God! And you said the spirit of the Lord won't be there. No, the Holy Spirit will be gone. It'll be out of here. But we need the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but it will not be here. But how did so people will be free to do all the evil they want? And they will do it. That's going to be terrible. That's what Jesus said. All of life would perish if it were not for that the elect's sake. So, yeah, yeah. Because of those that are elected, which you are not here, they're, we're gone, man. We're, so, there's no reason why. Man, And no, Jesus is coming. That's the reason why God flooded the earth. Yeah. Because every thought of man's heart was evil. How oh, mad you? you know? And he says it's going to be, when the return of, like, of Christ is going to yeah. be coming, it's going to be like it was in the time of Noah. Amen. So if we just stop by, what were they doing in the time of Noah? Well, they were doing according to their own minds, mm -hmm. and they were laughing at Noah. That's right. So today, they're doing according to their own mind, and they're laughing at Christians. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Because we're trying to walk an honest life. Why do you do this, this the word? Why don't yeah. you cheat on your tax? Why don't you cheat on your wife? Yeah. Why don't you cheat on your boss? You know, take an hour more break. You know? Because I'm a Christian, because God is watching me, because Amen. I'm serving not my boss, I'm serving my God, God. because I have made a covenant with my life, mm -hmm. my wife. I love my wife, mm -hmm. you know. So why would I, why would I act differently? Right. So we are compelled by the Holy Spirit to walk in a way that the world doesn't want to walk. That's right. We are in this world, but we are no, no, no. not of this world. That's why the Bible says clearly that the world is an enmity with God. Yeah. It goes against the things of God. If you stand on the Word of God and you believe in the Bible, man, you're going to have troubles. You're going to have persecution is going to come upon you because the world is going to try to attack you and tell you that you're wrong. Mm. But don't do it. Right. Frankie preached uh, Friday night. Uh. Reality and truth, which is the word of God. Yeah. The word of God is truth. Truth. The absolute truth. Absolute. You rely upon it, you will be blessed and watched and protected and guided and directed. But if you don't, you stand in the way of the world, you... You're going to go against God and the world's going to love you. They'll, oh, yeah, you're good, you're good, because you're, you're going against God's word. But if you stand in the word of God, you'll be blessed. Amen. Forget about the world. You'll, you will be blessed. And I know that for a fact. I have been put to the test. 
I have gone through this and I've yeah. succeeded. And it not was, sometimes we don't always succeed too. No, but I did. Amen. Praise no, the Lord. but I did. I succeeded because, <laughs> you know, many years ago, I had uh, this guy put five allegations against me, all kinds of junk. And so my pastor at the time, Pastor David Estalo, said to me, he goes, Nick, are you innocent? I said, I'm innocent, Pastor. He goes, then. Keep your mouth shut and let God fight your battle. When he said that, I got it in my spirit. Oh, yeah. So I went to the hearing. There were five men trying to attack me. They put me on probation, all this other stuff. And Liborio, the Chicanello, he was the vice president of the Second Chance Cafe. He says to me, Nick, you're innocent. I says, you know I'm innocent. He goes, I do. I know you're innocent. Mm. So we went there. He, they said to me, we're going to put you on probation. He got up. He goes, okay, you guys are putting him on probation? Then you pay his salary. Oh, no, 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 no. They changed their tune right away. They were not going to pay my salary. Mm -hmm. Then he said, so what do you want to do? Oh, well, he's not on probation anymore. Because the guy that put the allegations against me was not even baptized. He was going to a Satanist church. Five times he went there. Imagine this. Yeah. And so, well, that was probably the reason why he was making allegations on exactly, you. Exactly. Because of that demonic spirit that yeah. was with him, you know? No doubt whatsoever. You know, so... Anyway, I got exonerated. They, you know, they took off the probation. They eliminated everything, and they inf insisted that he would get baptized, which mm -hmm. he did. And but he still all screwed up. Man. God forbid. Oh, you know, anyway, got it. Anyway, because I stood on the word of God and I listened to my superiors who were on my side, who were for me, that told me, "Be quiet. Don't say nothing. Just let God fight your battle." And God did, and we won. Yeah. And also, that was Jesus. What he did also when he was in front of. Uh, of the Sanhedrin, he he kept quiet. Sanhedrin, yeah, yeah, he he didn't uh, because he didn't open up his mouth. They no. said when well, they took him to the cross, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, like a sheep led to the slaughter, did not open up his mouth. Yeah, amen. And that's not easy when you know no, you, you are the truth, and you're being persecuted, but you want to fight back with for, everything you got. Yeah, because but you don't. You hold on to your tongue. You wait for because you're trusting in God. If you're not trusting in God, then you will fight. And, you know, then disaster happens. But you trusted in God. You, you have the peace of God within you, which I did during that time. And even recently, not too long ago, I went to a different battle. And the same thing. I held my peace. I didn't say nothing against the guy. And, and he, he left. He's gone. Amen. It's like the song we sang today. You know, I am a child of God. You Amen. Know? Yeah. So you, we know who we are. Mm -hmm. And we know what represent the name of Jesus that has been put upon our life. Amen. Uh, I, wasn't that also what the... Frank, yeah, Frank was talking about that. So, by the way, people that there's no Frank Yamateo, he's not Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> he's Italian. He was invited to preach Friday. And I recorded, uh, you know, most of the preach, only the beginning a little bit. So, I'm going to be sharing that on the next podcast there. That we, on this, uh, after this episode, I'm going to fix it up, make a nice introduction. But he was, he was talking about four or five axes that we have mm -hmm. as a believer in Christ. And one of them is the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And because, and that, and that was really, that was like, wow, yeah, it's true, man. I'm an ambassador. Amen. Why should I worry? An ambassador, does he have to worry about his expense? No. They have to worry about where he's going to live, well, no. how he's going to be treated. He represents the name that has been given to him. Above all names. And all he has to do is be informed. Exactly. He's got to know who he serves. Yeah. And, and, you know, because we, an ambassador of Canada goes to Italy, let's say. He needs to know the, the, uh, the gross national products, uh, the, the main resources that we have, uh, the funds, that, you know, our health system, our political system, financial system. He needs to know all that in order to represent it properly. Right. So that's what we need to know. We have to study the word and, and know God, Amen. know his ways, know what he, he represents to us by the giving us the word of God, that when we go anywhere, we can share that and we yeah. can live that. And you know who knows the name of God? The demons. Yeah. They know the name of Jesus. Yeah. Because Jesus was coming and then the demons were saying, 
Who are yeah, yeah, we know, why we, are you coming here to trouble us, Jesus? Before our time. We yeah. know who you are. Amen. Huh? You coming to trouble us before our time? Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, Shut up and get out yeah, of here. They left. <laughs> they took a long walk. Off a shore pier. Yeah, like my wife would say, take a walk. Yeah. <laughs> she used to take a school bus. Sorry, Francine, I'm going to share your story. And there was this big, you know, big bus driver, school bus driver. And then if you were late or whatever, or if you were doing a bad thing in the bus, he was like, hey, take a walk. <laughs> And she would hate him for that. She made her walk all the way home. He wow. made her walk He all the way home. And she remembered the way she would say, take a walk. Well, that's how you say Satan or the demons. That's right. Take a walk. Amen. In Jesus' name, take a walk. Because you have the authority. When you know what the, that name represents, that every mouth will confess. Every knee will bow. Because if he, he is the king or he is not the king. That's it. But if he is the king, you got to submit. Even <sighs> me. So, you know, Am I going to submit to government that's saying uh, to me how I'm supposed to worship God? How, when I'm supposed to open my church? When I'm supposed to close my church? Or I'm going to worship my king yeah. who is over the government? That's right. Because the government has been put there by Jesus Christ. And if the government doesn't want to submit to the king, well, that's their problem. That's right. But, and I got to talk to them. The same way as the, oh, yeah, was, there was a story about the King David. When he has sinned with mm -hmm. Bathsheba, you remember? Right. Yeah. And then Samuel. No, it was not Samuel. It was Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I yeah, remember yeah. because yeah. my my wife's son is Nathaniel. Okay. And uh, because in French it's Nathan, mm -hmm. but in English they say Nathaniel. Right. And that's why I say, oh my gosh, my wife's son's got his name of a prophet, mm -hmm. and I and my son's name is David. See, that's Another. pretty cool. Yeah. So Nathan, Nathaniel came to David. And he started with this story about a sheep that was slaughtered for a guest. Mm -hmm. But it, but the, th the thing is, the guy that he had a flock of sheep, right. but instead of taking one of his own, he took the, this poor man that only had one, one sheep. Yeah. And he loved him like it was a part of the family. So he took away that sheep for this guy to serve it for his guests. And David was so, the king, you know, the authority, mm -hmm. the government at the time was so... Uh, you know, um, outrage, outrage about this. He said, "This man should be whatever punishing us, not kill him." Yeah, yeah. And then Nathaniel said, "This man is you." Amen. Oh my gosh! So the king, he could have reacted two ways. Mm -hmm. He could have flipped and got this prophet killed, right? Or he should have acknowledged Humble his sin himself, yeah. and repented. And that's and what he David did. did because he had a heart after God. After God. So I pray that Justin Trudeau. I pray. That uh, Monsieur Legault, yeah, I man. pray that everybody that has been placed in authority, even the police officer, even the judge, recognize Jesus Christ, that Amen. he is the King of Kings, Lord, because you will be facing him one day. And it's better for now, hearing my voice, mm -hmm. that you repent and you acknowledge the false, uh, your sin, that you are a sinner, you need to God. And God, who is faithful, he will, f he will uh, wash your sin clean as white as snow Amen. you'll be a new person new chapter in your life is going to begin your name will be written in the book of life you will never be the same Mr. Justin Trudeau mm -hmm. your life will be changed you will be saved because God is able to forgive the greatest sinner even in the smallest sinner Amen. we got to acknowledge him He is the King of Kings. Only. He is the one who has put in you there in authority. And if you have walk away from his path, walk away from righteousness, walk away from um, being a, a good government, mm -hmm. well, then acknowledge it like King David did. That's right. Know? And then God can change you. There's going to be consequences. Uh -huh. That doesn't mean David lost his son. That's right. And, it, and, and the sword never left his throne. Yeah. 
See? So there were consequences. Sure. There might be some consequences. But at the end, your soul is saved. Isn't Amen. that more worth than all the gold That's and all right. the power in the world mm -hmm. that your soul may be saved in the end? You're going to heaven. Amen. And then God will use you to lead many others, man. And, this Amen. and his kingdom will be established and many people will get saved. Oh, man. And lives will be changed. Imagine Canada. For good, for good, for good. Can you imagine this, oh. Mr. Justin Trudeau? When they acknowledge Jesus Christ as King. Oh, what a way. And repent of his wicked ways. Huh? Let it happen, Lord. Do yeah, it, man. Jesus. Can you imagine a revival in Canada Ooh. to see this happen? Well, of course, the demon is not going to be happy, but we're going to tell him, take That's a right. walk. Take a walk. That's right. <laughs> take a walk, man. Amen. Out of Canada, out of our lives, out of our family, in Jesus' name. And we're speaking about this the conflict that there is now because the All government has been established. All authority mm -hmm. has been established by, by God. God. So you got, so you know, uh, civil government is useful. We need it, right. but it cannot infringe into the family, which is another form of government. Mm -hmm. So father, mother, is entitled of a governing their children. You see, so we're, and the church is another government. So you got those three governments, right. but they're working together, and that's how we get a beautiful country Amen. where we have rights and freedom. And respect for all colors and right. all Peace. all the likes. Yeah, so that uh, was really interesting. Uh, and I want to thank uh, also Brother Frank for uh, coming in Friday. Yeah, you know, uh, there's not many people something that comes, but the important thing is we're reaching out with the podcast. That's you right. can listen to him, and you can see him also on the Facebook because mm -hmm. Carol is going to post that on Facebook. Right. So if you want to be blessed. And if we want to be great in God's kingdom, learn to be the servant of all. Amen. And uh, just come and come over at uh, 5850 Jean Talon S. Yes. And uh, Friday at 7.30. Yeah, Friday Please at 7.30. Come. Please come. And uh, all week, Nick is there also to greet you with a coffee mm -hmm. and uh, lend a ear. If you need some prayers, anything you want, uh, well, according uh, to God's will, obviously. And <laughs> what we have, you know. You know, God is there to provide for you. Amen. God is there to help you. But you got to... You know, gotta be open. Today, four people gave their life to Christ Amen. at church. Yes. And the church was packed full. I'm sure there was many other people that would have wanted to stop up, you know. But like Frank says, you know, it's you gotta acknowledge there's a price to pay to become a Christian. Today. Right. People are not always going to be liking you because sure, what yeah. are you doing? Mm -hmm. But it's more important to be loved and liked by God than, you know, Maybe your siblings or whatever. Sure. That they want And to. they will attack you. And your friends, they yeah. want you to come back to the bars and come back to the mm -hmm. drugs. That's right. Come back to your old ways of living, you know. God wants to make a new life with you. Mm -hmm. God is God. There's a second Amen. chance. When my wife Carol accepted Jesus Christ, because I remember I led her to the Lord. When she accepted the Lord, she lost two of her friends. Just never even spoke to them. They stopped calling her just instantly. They instantly. Did, they did, and they had no idea that she It's got saved. It was a spiritual thing. It was spiritual, completely. Oh, yeah. you know? And then later on, about two months later, she called them. She goes, how come? Oh, I don't know. We just don't have that. I didn't get the feeling. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't have the, the spirit. That's why. Yeah. yeah so, and still, they still never came to know her. Know her or become friends again. You know, Carol shared her, her faith with them. They didn't want to know anything. Yeah. You know? And I know it must be hard, you know, because me, me too, I have some family. And even some, uh, you know, sometime in the family, you know, uh, we don't always agree on, on everything. Mm -hmm. We pray for each other. That's the most important thing. You know, we got to pray for each other. We got to be patient because, uh, you know, our, we would like to, people to make a decision quickly. Amen. You know, not procrastinate. And I, I encourage you, you know, to make, make, make peace with God right now. Amen. Because you never know when it's going to be your time. And you don't want it to be too late. 
Make your peace with God. Lead somebody to the Lord. No, ask them to follow you. No. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So now, everybody, if you're hearing us, uh, we invite you to come to Jesus, to give your heart to Jesus. Yes. And Jesus is the, the God of second chance. He sees you. He, and he understands better than you can understand yourself. But it's not the time to procrastinate. It's not the time to say, oh, maybe tomorrow I'll become a Christian. But I know there is a price to pay because, you know, we have to lay our flesh at the cross. We have to lay our life like he laid his life for you. You got to say, I'm going to give I want to give my life to Jesus. What does that mean? That means I'm not going to live for myself anymore. I want to live for Jesus. But you need to be born again. You need to have this new life coming into you. So how do you do that? You acknowledge first that you are a sinner. That even if you do all, even if you would climb up the stairs of the Oratoire Saint Joseph on your knees or light all these candles, that wouldn't buy you not even a glimpse to get into the, the, the heavenly places. But the only way that you could, the only work that is perfect is the work of Jesus Christ that's been done on the cross 2,000 years ago. God came as a man. His name is Jesus. He died for you and for me on that cross. And he rose the third day. That's the power of the resurrection that can come into your life and give you life. So now if you acknowledge that you're a sinner and you accept God's forgiveness, let's just do this prayer together. Dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father. I will come to you. I come to you. As a sinner. As a sinner. But I'm accepting. I'm, but I'm accepting. The price that Jesus has done. The price that Jesus has done. As laying his life for me. As laying his life down for me. For my sin. For my sin. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your forgiveness. I confess that he is Jesus. I confess that he is Jesus. The Christ. The Christ. The living God. The son of the living God. Son of the living God. And I, I invite him in my life. I invite him in my life. To be my savior. To be my savior. And to be my Lord. And to be my Lord. My king. My king. And I thank you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord. For your Holy Spirit. For your Holy Spirit. Coming inside of me. Coming inside of me. Making me alive. Making me alive. Testifying. Testifying. That I am a child of that God. That I am a child of and God. And I am carrying God's name. And I am carrying God's name. And you will help me to walk this walk. And you will help me to walk this to walk. To bear my cross. To bear my cross. And to witness to others. And to witness to others. Of the goodness. Of the goodness. That you have done in my life. That you have done in my life. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. And if you have done this prayer with me and Nick now today, then you are a certified child of God. Thank you, Lord. Because it's not by our works. It's by His grace. We do not deserve it, but we receive it with joy. And now your name, because your name is written in the book of life, mm. you, the next thing to do, you get yourself a nice Bible. You get yourself, you get in contact with the cafe at 514-259-1464. And you just tell us what you just did right now, that you uh, did this prayer and you... Yeah, except it, you know, maybe you get some feelings. Maybe you didn't get some feelings. Mm. But it's not about the emotion. It's about the act of faith that you faith. just did. Only. And the other step of faith, because it's only little steps of faith we're doing. Even me today, I'm 58 years old. I got born again. I was 17, but I'm doing those little steps of faith. That doesn't mean you might not stumble and fall, but you don't stay there. Mm -hmm. You don't stay there under the accusement uh, that Satan is accusing you. Uh, no, because... He will never get salvation. Amen. He's done. He will. He cannot get salvation. But we have salvation, and God has forgiven you your shortcoming in the past, in the present, and in the future. Amen. So you're, you're. That means you're forgiven. You're, uh, you're, you're um, justified, and you're glorified. Thank you, Jesus. Already, and that's what we got to thankful. That's right. A thankful heart will bring healing, in mm -hmm. and also a thankful heart will cast out 
a lot of lot of uh, sorrows that would be coming in, into your life if you keep confessing bad stuff. Amen. Okay, so don't stay in the bitterness. Don't stay in the how I say um, you know ungratefulness. But mm -hmm. be thankful. Be acknowledging Amen. of all the goodness that God is doing in your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. That's good, Richard. Very good. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was a very uh, good service we had today. We didn't get to hear the Word of God because uh, the Spirit moved in a different way. That's right. It's been two weekends now, the Spirit of the Lord, because there is a revival that's, uh, that is happening all around the world in different places, and we're not trying to force it, but we're seeing how the Holy Spirit is acting because uh, is is making us uh, move. He wants us. He wants our worship, and He is worthy. Mm -hmm. And I remember last week when they were singing the praise, there was a song that says that, Uh, that if we don't praise him, the rocks will praise him. The rocks will praise him. I don't want the rocks to praise the Lord. For what reason? You know, but sometimes you don't feel like it. You know, you're feeling Many down. Many times, yeah. You're you feeling, know? Yeah. But then I was hearing that song. I said, well, even if you're my... And you got to talk to your soul. That's right. You gotta my soul, what are you so down? Cheer up, because I will praise the Lord. Mon âme, pourquoi t'as battu dedans de moi? Espère en Dieu, car je le louerai encore. Why are you getting so down inside of me? Hope in God. Put your hope in God because I will keep on praising. Amen. And you know what? When you're doing that, then suddenly that that uh, coat of, of weariness, heaviness, that coat yeah. of heaviness that's on you, it's going to transform into a coat of praise, praise and worship. And, worship. Amen. and you're going to see breakthrough in your life that you never see in your finance, in your relationship. And I pray. And I want to hear some testimonies because I see it that in the spirit that there are people that are going to get breakthrough yes. and, it's, and I'm telling you it's because you're going to take control you're going to take charge of your soul because you, it's not your soul that's controlling you it's you you are a spirit that possessed the soul and possessed the body right. and it's not your flesh that's going to control you it's not your soul that's going to control you it's you by the power of the Holy Spirit Amen. inside of you you're going to control your emotion you're going to control your mouth you're going to control your action you're going to get the power of the Spirit and you're going to see this coat this heaviness is going to drop off Amen. and you're going to have this beautiful coat of colors like mm. Joseph got where you're going to be able to praise and shine for Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Glory, amen, glory, amen. glory. Amen. So we're going to take a short break mm -hmm. because we're going to come back with talking about selfishness. Uh, not selfishness. Selflessness. Selflessness. <laughs> so you see you after this little uh, break. Amen. Praise God. Oh, thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So we're going <laughs> to... That's my little, you know, intro. wake everybody up type of intro. So we're going to talk now about selflessness. So it, the willingness to set our own desire and interest aside is properly called selflessness. Huh? Because we are bent towards self, selfishness, mm. selflessness is a learn, is a learn and ultimately spirit-induced approach to living. Wow. So how was Jesus the perfect model of selflessness for us? So we could find that in John 13, verses 12 to 17. And don't worry, you can pause it if you don't find it yet. And Brother Nick is going to read it. And if you need to pause, you pause the podcast, no problem. Amen. So go ahead, Brother. So when he had washed their feet, mm -hmm. um, 
taking his garments and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If then your Lord and teacher has washed, have washed your feet, you also ought to, also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Hallelujah. So, Brother Nick, your thoughts on this? Well, Jesus humbled himself, and that's what it selflessness is it's humility you humble yourself before the lord knowing that he is greater than all things and all good things come from him and when you humble yourself before him he blesses you with these good things not to let pride take over because pride is what kicked satan out of heaven when he was lucifer and pride is what will keep you destroyed it will keep you in the flesh it will keep you in the wickedness of life and when you humble yourself before god he will exalt you he will lift you up he will bless you with the right words the right attitude and the proper perspective on how to live your life according to his will his way according to his holy word amen amen it's a little bit of like a continuation of what i preached I uh, shared a word at the cafe mm -hmm. two weeks ago when I was talking about follow worship. Uh, to be like, if you want to be a great leader, learn to be a good, a greater follower. That's right. Not meaning, oh, you're just following people, you know, and uh, like worshiping them or this, but it's to be a servant. But student. It's, and a student, yeah. yeah. To, to be teachable. Right. I think, exactly. You know? Yeah, no. And you learn from them, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, because you're examining. How their uh, how their yeah. how their lives are of being uh, selflessness. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, and when you see that they're selfless, you want to be that way because you see that they're not exalting themselves. They don't want to be greater than anybody. They just want to be humble themselves before the Lord, knowing that He works through them to bless people. And your reward is the satisfaction to know that God is using you. Amen. Because that's our reward. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you won't see it. You know, you're saying. Well, I mean, I'm being serving these people, you know, and you, did you think that's what I'm, what do you think I'm going to be serving, washing after you all the time? <laughs> that's right. You know, well, you know, that's is because you're not looking at it with the right perspective. Exactly. See, Jesus washed the feet to his apostle. You know, that's the, the lowest place you could be. That's the, was the lowest rank of the sure. servant. The lowest Washes, servant in, yeah. the, in the house, he's the one that was washing the mm -hmm. feet. And it was a service because they're walking in dust and yeah, dirt. In dirt and all day. Yeah. You know, it feels good to have somebody come home and be washing your feet. Sure. Especially after somebody steps to some manure. Coward, oh donkey, or horse manure. I didn't man. think about the goat manure. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, you're going to wash it off. Yeah. yeah. And when you do it, you're humbling yourself. You're, you're there to serve. Yeah. That's what we all, we all, as children of the living mm -hmm. God, we're a child. We're sons of God. A son that washes his father's feet yeah. with joy and with peace. And, yeah. Oh, it's just so good. I remember I went to a uh, pedicure, get a pedicure, you know? Right. And I was examining these people doing that type of job. You know, they give, they bathe your feet, and mm -hmm. then they, 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 they uh, you know, they take off all the callus. Yeah. The callus, they scrub the feet, and they, they cut the nails. And But, you know, they really are attentive on what yeah. they're doing, and they're doing it well. Amen. And uh, I was really blessed. And at the same time, I mean, I'm sitting in a massage chair. So I'm getting a massage mm -hmm. chair. Somebody's rubbing, taking care of my feet. And I said, my goodness, man. 
uh, these, these people, they don't know it, but they're putting in practice what the Bible says That's right. to take care of somebody's feet. Mm -hmm. And you're getting up there and because we neglect our feet. You yeah, know? Sure. And you're getting up there and you feel all brand new and all that. Mm -hmm. So imagine how you're making other people feel when you're serving them. Amen. And you're making them feel all brand new, you know, all refreshed. That's right, lifted up. Yeah, lifted up because you're, you know, you're serving. You're, yeah. you're doing it with a good selflessness attitude. So Jesus not only acted in selfless ways, he instructed us to imitate his action. Another passage also, it's in the New Testament, Second Corinthians. Did you know where to go? I saw it. Oh, you're sneaky, you. <laughs> What chapter? Uh, chapter 8, verses 9. Let me put it I got, on. I have it. You got it already. My gosh, this guy's lightning. Okay. <laughs> Must be the espresso. <laughs> Amen. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It says it all. Huh? That's right, you know. He humbled himself so we could be exalted. He became poor so we could become rich. Yeah. You know, in he, French we had a song. Maybe it's in English too, but it's it's. Uh, J'étais pauvre mais tu m'as enrichi. Étant riche, tu t'es fait pauvre pour moi. Mon Sauveur bien-aimé expia tous mes péchés. J'étais pauvre, mais il m'a enrichi. Hallelujah. So I was poor, but he enriched me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it's a beautiful hymn, huh? Yes. You see, and I still didn't forget it. Uh-huh. Because it's so true. Right. It penetrated into my soul Amen. when I was 17 years old, and I still, I, mean, I read that passage, and it brought back that powerful hymn of truth in my life. Amen. Thank that you, Jesus. He, He who he was have everything mm -hmm. came down from his richness of glory, became a creature, and died and suffered and died for me. Amen. And and he was tempted in all things. Mm -hmm. So he knows every everything that we could go through. Don't say, oh well, you can't understand. No, God. That's why he became a man, mm -hmm. so that he can understand everything that we can go through. Amen. Amen. The other one, uh, also a passage that talks about selflessness. It's in Philippians. I remember this book. It says, In all things, be happy. Réjouissez-vous dans le Seigneur. Réjouissez-vous toujours dans le Seigneur. Always rejoice into the Lord. Amen? But it's in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 and 8, if you have your Bible ready. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself made himself of no reputation, taking, his, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of God and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also had mighty exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Yeah. So that that name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of those in heaven and those, those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. And that is the name that we carry that we talked at the first yeah. part of this. Uh, the, the four points yeah. that Frankie gave last uh, Friday. One of them is the name of Jesus. Yeah, the name of Jesus, man. Yeah. That's just the name we carry. Yeah, every initial. Do you every. know how many times in my early ministry I would call upon the name of Jesus to cast the demon out? Oh, yeah. Boom. 
Italy. Yeah. Every time, Italy, they were because the name was above all names. Yeah. And you really talk to them like they're punks. Yes, and they are punks. They are punks. Yeah, because I they're used to bullies. be. A, that's right. And so you know what a bully does. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he, but actually, he doesn't have all that authority. But he, he thinks he, he does. He thinks he does. Until he comes to the and front. He's and bluff. He, that's right. He's a bluffer. Until you call upon the name of Jesus, then you realize that you're nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, we're going to go back to Roman chapter 5 this time, verses 6 to 8. For when we were still, uh, excuse me, for we were still without strength mm. in the due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love mm. towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. Jesus giving up his divine rights and coming to earth for us was selfless. Mm -hmm. He accepted his chosen limitation and relied on the Holy Spirit for power, just as he instructs us to do. So even Amen. if we are, it's when I am weak, that's when I am strong. strong. I'm relying on the Holy Spirit's power. Mm -hmm. because it, and that's how we're going to be able to walk in selflessness. Mm -hmm. Amen. John chapter 13, verses 3 to 5. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. Oh. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Well, that's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So they really want to put an emphasis yeah. <laughs> about the selflessness here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Matthew twenty twenty six to twenty eight. Then yet it shall not be among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom. For many. Amen. That was the example to follow. All Amen. Of and thank you, Jesus, for showing us the way. Hallelujah. So uh, I'm going to read this one because it's uh, mm -hmm. a quick one. But stay in Matthew if you want to go look at Matthew 26, 39, and 42. And uh, I'm going to read John 6, 38. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God. So not my will, but the will of God who sent me not to do my own will. Jesus' life and teaching were persistently selfless. So in Matthew 26, 39, and 42. Okay. 39? Uh, 26, yeah. Uh, verse 39 yeah. and verse 42. Or when did he see you? No. Matthew 26. And, when, and went on a little farther. Something like that. Matthew 26, uh, 39. No, that's when they see you sick or in prison. Matthew 25. 26. Ah, that's why. <laughs> okay. 26. 39 and 42. Got it. Okay. 39. Yeah. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my God, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Hmm. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? Okay. Watch and pray, lest you fall into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And verse 42. 
Again, I, a second time, he went away and praying, saying, Oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be, be done. So, see, the, the selflessness in that is that not my will, Lord, but your will be done. Yeah. Time to take coffee and water. <laughs> Amen. So that's not always easy, you know, because God is asking you to do something. And uh, sometimes it's not, it's not easy, to, uh, the, the place where you are. But know this. God is every day God has something extraordinary for you. Mm -hmm. Every day. Every day. Every day of your Jesus. life, God has something amazing for you. And I know we don't see it, but that's why we got to come to him when we get up in the morning. Start your day by saying, thank you, God. For another thank day. you, God, for another day you're giving me. So I could know you and I could make you know better. And I could walk into your will. Not Amen. my will, God, your will. And even if it's difficult, then you acknowledge it. But God is going to give you the power. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus got the power and the courage to go all the way. He was seeing even in advance what's going to come. But he, he said, look. If you can take away this cup, you know, if you can find me a shortcut. Yeah, but no, but, uh, no that you will be done. But you will be done. And he walked in that. So, um, John 10, 18, I'm going to do this one. You can do 1 Peter 2, 22 to 24. So, John 10, 18 says, No one can take my life from me, he said Jesus. I sacrifice it voluntarily, for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to, and also to take it up again. For this is what my father has commanded. See, we don't even have this authority. We don't have the authority to, we are not allowed to go and kill ourselves. That's right. But we can lay our, down, our lives down for Jesus. That's mm -hmm. for sure. We can, that we can do. We can lay it down for him. 1 Peter 2, 22 to 24. Okay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 22 to 24. Yeah. Chapter 1 Peter 2, 22 to 24. Chapter 2. First Peter. No, first. Uh, yes. Ah, that one. <laughs> well, uh, yes, there is two, uh, two uh, epistles. Epistle. Okay. Hallelujah. 2, 22 to 24. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, I got, here we go. Who commanded... No sin, no, Never. nor was deceit found in his mouth. Mm. Who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Amen. Perceive Amen. that. Right Thank now, if, if you are sick, That's if right. you're battling with sickness right now, you stand on the Word of God, not on your emotion. Even, like Frank was saying, even if it has to go to your last day, you still stand on the promise of God because the promises of God are yes and amen. One day I was sick. I was in bed. I was not going to go to church. It was Sunday morning. My wife went to church. I stayed in there because I was oh, free, a, a, a terrible cold. I put the TV on. Creflo Dollar was on. He said, all you got to do is reach out. Take your hand, reach out, and receive it. Grab it, the healing from Jesus Christ. Man, under the covers, I reached out, I received it, and all, instantly I felt like a brand new man. Oh, man. Got up, took a shower, got dressed, went to church. Carol wow. said, you came. I said, I received it. 
Amen. <laughs> just like that, it happened. Well, Praise to be God. like a child. Amen. Amen. And just receive it. That's it. So I know sometimes it sounds so easy, but it is. It is. It is so We're easy. by faith. That's it. But we like to complicate life sometimes. Mm. <laughs> Well, let's go see the doctor. Yeah. Let's go get a a, a diagnosis. Huh? Let's go get diagnosed. You know, Jesus is diagnosed. He's got the best diagnosis for you. Amen. You can be healed by his by blood, <laughs> by That's his stripes. Right. This is the diagnosis mm -hmm. of the Bible right here. But you have been healed by his wound. Amen. So if he has been wounded for you, just receive it by faith. That's it. By faith. Mm. Hallelujah. And don't doubt it. And if the devil comes to, to put some lies, doubt his doubts. Doubt him. That's it. <laughs> Cast him out. Amen. Say, take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing on God's promises. Only. Take a walk. Amen. Okay. Lastly, on the on this uh, uh, question, with the question, I don't even remember what was the question. How was Jesus the perfect model of selflessness for us? And he is the perfect models in everything. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 6. So 1 Timothy 2 6. I can't see this. 1 Timothy 2 6. Okay, I got it. He's got it. Okay. Hallelujah. Who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time? Hmm. For which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I am speaking of the truth in Christ and not living. Uh, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I don't understand that. It's 1 Timothy 2, 6, right? Yeah. Okay. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I want freedom. Amen. And this is the message that God gave to the world at the proper time. So Jesus' suffering and death by crucifixion was selfless. He died so he didn't do it for himself, mm -hmm. you know, just to look good. Hey, look at me, guys. I'm hanging on the cross. No, he did that. It was a selfless act. He did it for you and for me. Amen. He died that we may live forever. What a beautiful thing. In heaven, in the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. in this new earth that is going to be uh, rebuilt. He gave his life for us. Thank you, Jesus. Also, how can I be more selfless? If we look in Luke chapter 9, verses 23. Um, 9, 23. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself mm. and take up his cross daily and follow me. And we're living in this uh, uh, inclusive uh, generation. Who is going to deny themselves? Huh? Mm -hmm. Hey, I was born a man, but I'm a woman. Eh? Hmm. Am I denying myself? Crazy. No, you're, you're confused. There. You're right. being lied to. Yeah. Denying yourself is denying this idea that you're not what you, God wants you to be. You're not denying. You're multiplying. <laughs> you're multiplying. Yeah, you you want to be more than you, what you are. You want to be other than what you are. You are a man or you're a woman, and that is it. That's it. You know, Jen, if you're not too sure, just look into your pants. You'll that's figure all? it out. Amen. <laughs> Sorry about that, but that's no. what it is. <laughs> God created them, man and women. Amen only. And amen. Praise, praise the Lord for our women. It's not easy. Uh, the, the, because I'm not a woman. I can't, I can't pretend myself to understand mm -hmm. everything that women go through. I got a wife. Right. And I'm, I'm telling her sometimes, you know, excuse me, my wife, I, sometimes I really don't understand. Because mm -hmm. I'm not there. I'm not. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit can help me, for sure. And uh, be, uh, but I want to learn to be a man. 
This is what God has created me to be. I want, I want to, to walk in the resemblance of Jesus Christ in what he called me to be yeah. as a man. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good brother. I want to be a good worker. I want to be the best, look my best, and do the best that I can. As a man. As a man. And if you're a woman, do the same thing. That's right. Receive what God has called you and discover it. You know, mm -hmm. be humble. Be humble about it. Acknowledge it. Maybe you don't understand it. So oh, I feel like a man and I'm in a woman's body. Maybe you don't understand it. Mm -hmm. But there's something that God is going to teach, reveal to you. Okay? That's right. Then you could be the best woman you could be. Right. That's all. Yeah. Uh, okay. And as to that, we go and so, yeah, put your cross on your show and follow me. Huh? So he said to anyone who wants to be my follower, must put aside your selfish ambition. Didn't we learn about somebody who had selfish ambition? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't mm -hmm. want to do that. You know, but it's not I. It's what God wants. Right. And and the dangerous part about this is sometimes when we invite God into our selfish submission. Mm -hmm. God never asks us to do this and this and this and that. It's, that's why you need to have discernment. That's right. Because sometimes you, you might think it's from God, but maybe it's just your selfish mm -hmm. ambition, you know? Galatians 5, 22, 26. Brother Nick, what does it have to say to us to encourage us about how we, I can be more selfless? More selfless. In Galatians 5, 22 to 26, I'm sure by now you must have found it. Or not. <laughs> you got it. 22 to 26. Yes, sir. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Mm. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, saying, uh, envying one another. Mm, yeah, instead of being jealous of one another, That's right. uh, irritated, irritate one another, uh, conceited. What does that conceited word mean? Think that I am better than others. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Instead, let's rejoice of others. Amen. Let, of other people's success. That's right. Let's let's join. Yeah, let's join with them and and rejoice with them because what you cannot celebrate, you will never receive. Amen. Somebody said that. That's so mm, true. That is. But if you can celebrate somebody's success. Not be jealous. Mm -hmm. Then you will receive it yourself. You That's will right. get a blessing, even a greater blessing. Mm -hmm. So following Jesus requires that we become selfless. As we follow him, selfish ambition will be replaced with selfless devotion. Amen. Also, in Galatians, again, uh, oh, it's the same passage, verses uh, 22 to 26, he says, but when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kinds of fruit in us. So we read about that. So that means that when we come to Christ by faith, we must lay aside our selfish ambition and let the Holy Spirit control our lives also. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit presents helps. Uh, the Holy Spirit's presence helps us to become more self-giving. Self mm -hmm. Selflessness. Self-giving. Self giving, giving ourselves. So. Mm -hmm. that's, that sounds good. Okay, so uh, I'll read uh, Luke 22, 26. You can go to Galatians 5, 13, which is not too far. So Luke twenty two twenty six. But among you, those who are the greatest should take the lowest rank, and the leader should be like a servant. We learned that. Very important. For you, brethren, have been called to 
liberty. Only mm. do not use liberty as an opportunity <sighs> for the flesh, mm. but through love serve one another. Amen. That's a very dangerous Amen. thing. Because because I am free, okay? Yes, I could I am free to do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. But I mean if I go and kill my, my brother <laughs> That's right. I'm free to do it. But if I do it, it's a crime, That's and it's right. going to get me in a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to use that freedom, though. Amen. <laughs> Maybe not a good example, but whatever, I'll try to figure it out. If we are Jesus followers, following Jesus' models of servanthood and humility will help us become more selfless. Okay, Philippians uh, 2, 3 to 5, I think we did read it. Don't be selfish. Don't live to make a good impression on others. Be humble, mm -hmm. thinking of others as better than yourself. Eh? Don't think only about your own affair, but be interested in others too and what they are doing. Your attitude should be the same that Christ Jesus had. You know, that's yeah. a very good one. I didn't think we did. So if we go in the Old Testament now, in the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 16. Go after all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night and day. My maids and I will fast likewise, and so will I go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther commanded him. Amen. So go and gather together all the Jews of Susa and fast for me. Okay, why is he repeating this? Do not eat or drink for three days, my better days. My, okay. okay, well, I mean, I don't know why he's repeating the same verse two times, but this is this being selfless. Right. We're doing this for the greater good. So it's like we were talking about Lent. Mm -hmm. eh? This is a good opportunity. You know that there's a lot of Catholic Um, that are saved also. Mm -hmm. Some are not doing it for the right reason. But anyways, maybe it's just because they're a little bit too much overweight and they want to fast the chocolate there. But the principle about it is this. We're fasting because we want to have a revival. We want God to... We want to attract God because we, we're not just living our life selfishly. Mm. We want to live it selfless. Amen. Uh, yeah, man. Praise God. Man. So Matthew 18, verses 1 to 4. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, When, who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus said, A little child sent a little child to him and set him in the midst of them. Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, Whoever humbles himself as a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Wow. Huh? Amen. Humble, humbleness, yeah. selflessness, I guess it's the same. Goes hand in hand. Yeah, right? That's right. Okay. It fits in there. All right. So Luke 14, 7 to 11. Yeah. So he told this parable to those who were invited. When he noticed that they had chosen the best places, saying to them, <laughs> When you are invited by anyone to a wedding feast, Do not sit down in the best places, lest one more honorable than you be invited in by him. And he who invited you and him come and say to you, Give place to this man, and when you begin with the shame to take the lowest places, but when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when he who invited you comes, he may say to you, Friend, go up higher. Then you will have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. For whoever 
exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Hallelujah. So let's exercise, exercise Jesus' humble attitude to develop humility. Remember that when Jesus instructed others to take the lower place at the table, he actually practiced what he preached. And he still does that today, mm. not insisting on our attention, but waiting for our willing response. Mm. Um, I'm going to be invited. I've been invited to my uh, my niece. She's getting married. So in June, I've been invited. So I'm going to have to remind myself to sit in the lower place mm. to see if I'm going to be invited up. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So 2 Corinthians 13.9 says, I will read this one. Mm -hmm. So we are glad to seem weak if it helps show that you are actually strong. We pray that you will become mature. So amen. Or restoration, your restoration to maturity. 2 Timothy 2.10. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Is that it? Yeah. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm willing to endure anything mm -hmm. if it will bring salvation. So, you see, this is the goal. We're ready to endure stuff because we're not doing it for us. We're, we're being selfless, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're ready to endure it if it's going to bring people to God. For the elect's sake, it says. That's the most important thing is mm -hmm. to see somebody coming to Christ. Amen. See, like what Pastor Steve did today at church. Mm -hmm. He loves to preach. He's got a beautiful series yeah. on Corinthian. But now it's been through Sunday that the Holy Spirit has different plans for him. And today he led him to bring people to Christ. See? In the beginning of the service, usually yeah. he does it at the end. Yeah. So you see, because he was acting in selfless attitude, God bring it to the glory that now for the elect so so people came to christ mm -hmm. so that's a beautiful attitude so now we know we got a good pastor that's right he's got a his, his heart is in a good place that's right so uh kudos to you pastor hallelujah <laughs> so in roman chapter 15 verses 1 to 3 what does that gotta say 15 1 to 3 chapter 15 yeah oh Oops, okay we're well, yeah. in chapter 3 oh he's at chapter 3 okay so <laughs> That's not going to be the same story, but it's still going to be blessed. But, I mean, we, we could read that one in another time. Hallelujah. Romans 15, 1 to 3. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. We then, who are strong, ought to bear the witness of the scruples of the weak and mm -hmm. not to please ourselves. Exactly. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. Uh -huh. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproach of those who reproached you fell on me. Amen. We may know that these things make no difference, but we cannot just go ahead and do them to please ourselves. We must be considerate of those, of the doubts and fears of those who think these things are wrong. When he was talking probably about the meat sacrifices to the temples of idols, mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, uh, in those days, I mean, if you're sacrificing, or I don't know, you're sacrificing meat, meat to Malak, you know, the god of Malak, you know, yeah, to, well, they you know and then they're the selling kids. it on the market for cheap, you know. Hey, good meat, cheap. Mm. For me, it was strong. I would still eat it because I know I'm. Uh, I I know I'm not weak. I'm not for me. For me, I'm gonna bless. It's gonna be sanctified. And that's Amen. it. But I mean, for somebody that say, "Hey, I can't eat this. It's been sacrificed to Malak and whatever." So because of his weakness, I'm not gonna I'm do it. That's yeah, right. I'll abstain myself. This is pretty much what they're, they're saying here. So 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 
verses 23 to 24 and 33. So you got to make a pause there. So chapter 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 23, 24, and then you skip all the way to 33. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. Mm. Let, one, let no one seek his own, but each one another's well-being. Mm -hmm. And then 31? 33. 33. Just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. Amen. I remember using that verses because before, you know, I had this saying in my life, ah, you know, God has given us all things, but we shouldn't abuse it. But can you really not abuse of uh, cyanide? Hmm. Now, even you take a spoonful of cyanide, yeah, you're, done. you're done too, you know. But this verse says it all. You say, tout me permis, mais tout me pas utile. So everything, you know, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is helpful. That's right. So, so that means, you know, I have to have wisdom in all things, okay? So 1 Corinthians 8 9, it, I will read this one. You can go to 1 John 3, 17. 1 John? 1 John 3, right. 17. And I will read 1 Corinthians 8 9. But you must be careful with this freedom of yours. Yeah, because, you know, freedom is power. But, I mean, too much power can make people go crazy, of course. So you must be careful with this freedom of yours. Not to Do not cause brothers or sister with a weaker conscience to stumble. Mm. We don't want to be responsible for somebody to That's go right. and jump off the cliff. Amen. You know, relate to others selflessly as God does. If... This costs you nothing. You are not actually doing it. Okay? So, 1 John 3, 17. I got to go. Okay, so 1 John 3, 17. But if one of you has enough money to live well and see a brother or a sister in need and refuse to help, how can God's love be in that person? So, that's another one. When you're living in God's love uh, self and selflessness, and you got some money, you know, and you, why not that? And you see your brother in need, you try to do your best to help a brother too, you know. And 1 Timothy 6.18, tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and should give generously to those in need, always being ready to share with others whatever God has given them. Then there's 1 Peter 4.10, uh, God has given gift to each of you from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Manage them well so that God's generosity can flow through you. Give, give of yourself and your resource. This is more than following money at problems and deeds and needs. It actually getting involved enough to understand how you might best help. Old Testament. Okay, so yeah. Now, so now the next one is how does selflessness transform relationship? And that that's a good question because being selflessness, I'm I can't I just can't imagine how this the relationship could be much better even with a spouse. Because if the if the husband is always thinking about himself, you know that's not a good, that's not even good for your relationship. In Exodus chapter 2, verses 17, what does it say, Brother Nick? Then the shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. Yeah, so that's an, an example how the relationship is better because you're helping others, you see? Exodus 32, 31 to 32. Oh. Hallelujah. 31, 32, chapter 32. Yeah. 
31 to 32. How does selflessness transform relationship? Chapter 31. 32. Chapter 32. 31 to oh, 32. 32. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 32, 31. We've been, we've been going a lot of verses today. A lot of verses. You ain't joking. <laughs> okay. Then Moses returned to the Lord Amen. and said, Oh, these people have committed a great sin and have made for themselves a God of gold. Yet now, I, if you will, you will forgive them. But if, I, but if not, I pray, blot me out of your, your book, which you have written. Wow. I was, it was ready to take. I don't know if take. I could do that. Huh? I don't know that if I could do that. He sent himself to hell. Yeah, yeah, he's sending himself yeah. to hell. In, in the favor of... Uh, in the favor of these people. They, yeah, the Israelites. No, I couldn't. You couldn't do I that? I hope I could. You know, oh, yeah. if I came to that, maybe. Wow. Imagine yeah. that, huh? That's, that's something else what yeah. Moses was doing there. That's a sacrifice. That's selflessness. That's selflessness. That's complete selflessness. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think he thought that true, though. <laughs> I, don't, I hope not. I don't think he realized what he was asking fully there. Because for, especially for this stubborn people, oh. you know, that they're always going to do a wicked way thing yeah. there, complaining in the desert, we should have gone back yeah. to Egypt. Eat onions and garlic. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 1 Chronicle 21 to uh, 21, 17. That's a, that's a one far down. We're going to put it on pause for a second. And, and David said to God, Was it not I who commanded your people to be numbered? I am the one who has sinned and done evil indeed. But these sheep, what have they done? Let your, hus let your hand, I pray, O Lord, my God, be against me and my father's house, but not against your people that they should be plagued. Wow. Another Again, one. Another one. Right another there. one. Ready to give his life. Yeah, he's They're all examples of Jesus. Yeah, he took all the sins. Now, oh he's trying to take the sins in place of. Yeah. Wow. Wow. God have mercy. <laughs> so 1 Corinthians 9, 19 to 23, I'll get that one. Right. Is I tried to find common ground with everyone so that I might bring them to Christ. I tried to find common ground, okay. So I do all this to spread the good news in, in doing so I enjoy its blessing. Mm. Okay. 1 Corinthians 10, 32 to 33. I'll get that one too. Okay. Stay in Chronicle. Okay. 1 Chronicle 21, 17. Mm -hmm. We did that one, no? Yeah, we did it. Okay. So don't give offense to Jews or Gentile or the church of God. I too try to please... Didn't we just read this one? Everyone in everything I do. I don't just do what is best for me. I do what is best for other so that many be saved. Or maybe it was a different way of saying it. So anyways, the, the chronicle that you just wrote, selflessness positively affects relationship by seeking the salvations of others. Amen. It opens door with people that might otherwise remain closed. Mm -hmm. See? Yeah, so because like what Jesus is saying, love your enemy. Do good. You know, if somebody asks you to do a mile, you do another mile. Right. If your enemy is hungry, you feed him. Because yes, you for your jacket, give you a coat as well. Because with the love and your selflessness, then you're opening doors. Mm -hmm. That's what he's saying. So, uh, yeah. So then we're going to go to, 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 um, I guess we're going to read Act 4, 32 to 37. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, the multitude, multitude of those who 
believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any one thing he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Amen. Okay. Yeah, man, yeah. So selflessness positively affects relationship by meeting the needs of others and allowing them to meet our needs. Fellowship is mutual selflessness. You're exercising that every day of the week at the cafe. God willing. You know, by helping, you know, providing a need. The people are hungry. Mm -hmm. they, come, they have no money. They come here, they eat a, a hot meal for free, mm -hmm. and, and they have coffee. And they know you, they're not judging anything. They're welcome mm -hmm. in, the, right. in your place. And that's beautiful. That's selflessness. And that's, uh, that's, that's answering a need there. Hallelujah. So the last one is Genesis 13, 8 to 9. It's about Abram. And it, and it was uh, his, his, uh, his conversation he had with his nephew, Lot. 13, 8 to 9. Lot was his nephew, and they, they were traveling together, and they, they pretty had a lot, of, a lot of blessing there. So at verses in 8... I think you read that passage a lot. <laughs> 13, 8 to 9. Yes, sir. Okay. So Abraham said to Lot, Please, let there be no strife between you and me, mm. and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brethren. Mm. It is not the whole land be it is not the whole land before you. Mm. Please, we separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right. Or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted his eyes and saw, all the plains of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord, uh, destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go toward Zor. Then Lot chose for himself all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated from each other. Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plains, and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. But the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. Mm. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you want, well, it was more about the... The, the land. The, the attitude of Abraham that say, look, you choose where right. you want to go. You want to go left, I'll go right. You want to go right, I'll go left. He was selfless. But, I mean, let's not have any argument That's right. between us. We're family. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, let's, let's be uh, reasonable here. And I'll choose the... I'll let you choose first. Right. So selflessness positively affects relationship, but prioritizing... Peace over selfish ambition in resolving conflicts. Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, also uh, at the cafe we had like a, an issue. And if it would have been resolved in peace, That's right. it would have been so much better. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be, you know, uh, it wouldn't be any problems, you know. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, God is always good. And he's always, there's always a purpose, whatever we have to learn. We're in a learning process, and everybody's learning. So how By does, being selfless. Uh, being selfless, oh, amen. So what are the benefits of being selfless? Well, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not need. Shall not <laughs> the only one. Proverbs, uh, Psalm 23, what? The benefit is that you, you don't have any... You will not want. That's right. The so, Lord provides. So if you're self, you don't need anything. Mm -hmm. Because, oh, yeah, but Richard, I need this. I need that. And you want this. You want right. that. But you don't need anything. Mm -hmm. Because God has, God, the Lord is your shepherd. 
Sure, and all you really need is food, clothing, and shelter. And he will give it to you. Amen. The rest is wants. <laughs> I yeah. know. The rest is want. I want this. I want this. Yeah. I want this. So there's a different. So Lord, hey, dear Heavenly Father, thank mm. you very much for the touch point today about yes. learning about selflessness. Selflessness, yeah. And selfishness and selflessness. And that to make us realize, really, do we really need stuff, Lord? Or do we really want stuff? Mm -hmm. And how can we make a difference in other people's life by being more interested in what, instead of being always concentrating on our belly button and what, mm -hmm. what about me, what about me, what about me, 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 you know? It's what about you, God? What about Amen. you? What about what you want to do in my life, you know? And yes, maybe I... I'd like to have something that I'm seeing in somebody else's life. But let me rejoice in what he has. Let me bless. Let me take a pause here. And let, So I'm seeing something in somebody else's life. And I'm, I'm saying, oh, wow, he's so blessed. But let me rejoice for him. So that way I won't be jealous. I won't be uh, uh, anxious about anything. But I will be in peace with you, Lord. So we pray, Lord, that you help us to, to have this peace, to have this confidence that... You are our shepherd. And if you are the shepherd, you're going to guide us to the green pasture. You're going to guide us to still water, guide us to still water. When we walk into the, tr you're going to guide us into the valley of shadow and of death, which is not a nice place to be. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we got to go there. Jesus went into the desert. And Pastor Frank was praying, saying that, preaching that, that sometimes you, you, Jesus got, imagine the son of the living God, got guided by the Holy Spirit into the desert to be tempted by Satan. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you bring us into dark places, dry places, and places that we're not comfortable, Lord. But you are our shepherd. You're the one that's guiding us there. And by, do, by trusting in you, by having no needs, because all our needs are, are meant are met by knowing you, by knowing that you are the provider. We have Amen. to worry about anything. So thank you, Lord, for bringing us this word that is going to give us faith and that we're going to walk on the promises of your word so we are not going to believe the lies of the enemy that we could have a better life if we were uh, cheating in our, in our taxes, if we were cheating in our, li our wives or if our, our husband or if we were you know, not going to church and working more and whatever. No, you're going to... We're going to rely on you, Lord. We're going to put our trust in you because you are a good shepherd. And you and it's like the promises that you gave me on my Bible. I know the plans I have for you. Plan to prosper you, not to harm you. Plan to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 33, 11. So this promise, Lord, is for all of us. And we receive it by faith. Yes. And we bless everybody. If you want to continue, uh, Pastor Nick, to bless everybody. Too. And we thank you for every listener that's listening in to hear this, uh, uh, this message, Father, that they will receive it and be blessed by you by being selfless, humbling themselves before you and before all men to be, esteem each other better than themselves. Mm. Father, we pray that your grace and your mercy will abound in our lives and that we will serve you with all our heart. Thank you for today. Thank you for this message as we walk your way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening okay. to the Second Chance Cafe podcast. Remember, if you want to uh, be a blessing uh, you can, and you want to send us a gift to the cafe or you want to send a prayer request, you can go on the website, which is www.secondchancecafe.com. And you can also uh, uh, visit our, the link for the podcast is there. We are 
also on Facebook, on Instagram. You can e-transfer a gift if you want. It's uh, the Second Chance Cafe, uh, Second Chance Cafe with a capital S and a seven at the end at gmail.com. And you can e-transfer there. You can send a check also at 5850 Jean Talon S. And the postal code is uh, H1S1M2 in St. Leonard. We love you. And God bless you. <laughs> and we'll see you next week at the Second Chance Cafe. God bless you. Amen. Amen.